liftoff and the clock has started. Pixel Life. This is episode 203, recording August 7th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we will be discussing a really weird week for WB and DC, uh, some next-gen Pokemon revelations, the latest and greatest Game Pass multiplayer sensation, uh, spoiler zones, and more to do this. I have with me again... Mr. Shannon Quarantine Moore. Yes, hello. Uh, I was supposed to be on a vacation this week, but uh, COVID had other mm-hmm. plans. So uh, I get to experience a whole new uh, illness in, in my life. It sucks. Um, but yeah, I'm, um, I'm back. Uh, I'm able to talk to you guys, which is great. And, uh, you know, you guys have been riding high with some, uh, some peak numbers, getting those rookie numbers up. I'm here to bring them down for you, bring them, bring them back down, like into, you know, what we're usually used to. So. Well, it's also our other co-host who uh, Shannon has referred to along with myself as a brand new sickness, which uh, <laughs> that's a new one for me, but it's, <laughs> yeah. Insert. Sorry. That was, I was just clearing my throat. That's all right. It's COVID. Yeah. Insert disturbed here. <laughs> uh, Mr. <laughs> Justin Holland one Garner. <laughs> I know, dude. It's your boy. I, I'm so excited to talk about and what we've been playing. Um, Zach and I played some turbo mini golf this past weekend. And... Tur- turbo golf racing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> turbo golf racing, but it's fantastic. There ain't much mini about that game. So we will we will cover it in a bit. But uh, yeah, outside of outside of being awful and sick and coughing and passing out. How have you been, Shannon? We've missed you the last couple of weeks. I know. I've missed you guys too. It's been, um, I've, you know, I miss, I miss doing the podcast with you guys. Uh, I scream at the radio when I listen to the podcast and you guys do it. Um, you know, there's just, uh, so many like little one-liners that I wish I could bring to the table that I can't. So it's just kind of like, I'm laughing to myself in the car. Cause I'm just like, ah, that would be so funny. <laughs> And um, you guys aren't there. So now, you know, that I'm here, um, I'm going to bring my C game and probably not have any good one-liners or zingers. And, you know, it'll be it'll be great. So. So, yeah, actually, that's a good point. What 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 over the last couple of weeks, what is something you wanted to call attention to? Um, I did not have as good of experience with the Forza Hot Wheels uh, expansion as Justin did. Oh, yeah, that's I, I'm actually happy you're bringing that up because that is something I wanted your opinion on. Yeah, so uh, so I, I do have a couple gripes with it, right? Like, I mean, you have the Hot Wheels expansion pack, you download it, fine. Why, every time I load that game now, does it have to optimize the, the game to my PC, which is a little annoying. Uh, and also, every time I do that, my it starts me off at my house inside the regular, like, Forza game. Like, you can't just start in the Hot Wheels uh, expansion. Like you can't just start there at the hub world or whatever. You basically have to go there every single time. Um, mm-hmm. So I was annoyed by that. Um, also, um, 
maybe it was i don't know what it was about the beginning of that whole expansion but like once you get through the intro which is super dope and fun you get set into the open world and it's like okay you have to increase your rank you can't just start with like s1 cars you can't you know just start with the fastest cars and be zooming around having fun you got to start with like the a or the b or the c car whatever the hell it is the lowest car the lowest tier they're like yeah start here and then work your way up. And in order to do that, you have to do these challenges. And like the first couple are like do some races, which are pretty cool. But then after that, it's OK, let's go over here to like this like section that's not named on the map. And like you got to figure out how to get over there and you got to drive this really slow car. And if you get on a ramp that has like a a pretty steep invert or, uh, you know, goes like you need a substantial amount of G's to be able to stay on the track and your car's not fast enough. You just rest on the sidewall and you can't, uh, continue forward. And reversing is, is just as difficult because you're kind of stuck at that precipice and you don't have all four wheels touching the ground. So it's like you're driving on like two wheels and it takes forever to get out of those like sticky wickets. So, it's kind of it kind of sucked starting off in that expansion world. Uh, but now, you know, I have my I think I'm up to like S S1 uh, ranking uh, in there. So it's a little bit more fun to drive around and explore. But the initial uh, starting point to me was a little bit more frustrating. So, yeah, and that, that seemed to be the sticking point for a lot of people with that was the fact that you start with the lower ranked cars Mm -hmm. and it seems like a weird choice. Justin, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that too. Like, it seems like a weird choice for the expansion, a major expansion for them to like gatekeep so hard on the cars when in regular Forza, they're just dropping the hot cars on you left and right from like one hour in. They're just like making it rain Lambos, you know, and, and stuff. And it's just, but they're like, ah, 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 C-class cars only. Hey, hey, hey no, don't, don't even look over at the A-class. Get, <laughs> get your eyes on the Cs. That's where we go. <laughs> so it seemed like a weird choice to me. Yeah, that might have just been something that they kind of did to pad out the DLC, you know, a little bit more. Instead of just giving you, like, fast up all at once, they kind of were like, okay, well, we'll make them kind of work their way up this ladder a little bit, and that'll kind of, you know, pad out the time by a couple hours. Yeah, those cars for the Hot Wheels expansion pack are also dookie, dude. Like, I, I mean, I was kind of expecting, like, to have maybe a little bit more, um, uh, like, in the beginning, like, a, a better selection of cars. Like, I still haven't found, like, all the only cars I've gotten for the Hot Wheels are the ones that they've given me for completing the challenges. Uh, so, I mean, maybe there's more coming um, at, you know, maybe they're doing like a slow rollout with like the Hot Wheels cars, mm-hmm. but it just seems to me like there's not a lot of of fun cars to drive there. There's some pretty weird looking cars that they have you use just for the sake of using them. But yeah, it's, it's kind of I was kind of disappointed with the quality, not so much the quantity. I mean, it's 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 a good track. It's a good um like, I like the physics. Uh, I like the water and the jets and the ice, like, all being kind of, like, laid out on the track. Um, you know, I like being able to strategically get off the track and find, like, the boards and things like that. But just kind of feels like they they delivered it wrong. Hmm. Okay. But, yeah. Interesting. Dude, that, oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just gonna say, um, I just wanted to circle back because I just thought it was weird. Because every time I boot up my game, I start in the Hot Wheels hub world. Like I haven't left it and gone back home, so I start every time I start in that little hub world. So I don't know if maybe that's like a bug or something that you experience. It it might be. Or it might also just be the difference between a PC version and a console version. Uh, Yeah. Like it might be something in your hardware, Shannon, where it's like, well, we need to recalibrate it. And by doing that makes you start in a different spot or something, you know, just PCs being PCs and, and all that. Yeah. I don't know. It, maybe. I mean, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, man, I've never really wanted to stop playing on my PC to get an Xbox and just play the game there. Right. <laughs> but this, yeah, it's this is probably their master plan, their master plan to make you buy a Series S. Um, well, okay, cool. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah. Any other, any other thoughts, feelings? No, I thought it was pretty funny, uh, listening to you talk about Stray, um, you know, Mm -hmm. just walking around and being a cat and pushing things off ledges and meowing and just, you know, doing all the things that cats do. Uh, you know, have you, have you tried that one yet? No, I have not. Um, we're going to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles three for a little bit. Oh, (laughs) right, right, right. Right. <laughs> Silly me. Boy, boy, do I feel foolish. Yes. Yeah. Shannon Sorry. was like, country road, take me home. <laughs> I'm get my mac and cheese because I'm about ready to fill it up with some Xenoblade. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, then I guess we'll jump to the news. Um, <laughs> so Batman, or Batgirl, I mean, that was... That was pretty shocking news when that rolled down uh, late last week that, uh, you know, so Warner Brothers has become Warner Brothers Discovery after a merger. Um, And the new head of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery just went and started canceling a bunch of shit. Kind of like uh, all of HBO Max, which they said they're going to merge into Discovery Plus, which makes no sense to me. It's like they're going to have HBO as a standalone thing. And they're, and it sounds like they're moving the HBO properties that were on HBO Max to the HBO app. And then Discovery is where they're going to put all the like reality TV stuff that was on HBO Max. And there's a lot of speculation about what's coming down the pipe as far as the DC properties go especially after they went and just canceled Batgirl, which they had spent, according to estimates, about $90 million on so far. It had been done filming. It was deep in post-production on schedule for release. And they were just like, yeah, we're done. We're, we're cutting that. It's, it's gone. And the way they wrote it, they did it. They did it so they could get a tax break on it to basically wash even on the, on the, on the money they've spent so far on the back end, But by doing it the way they did it, they can never release it essentially. Like it's, it's gone. Like you can't, they couldn't just drop it on HBO. Uh, they couldn't release it in theaters. They can't release it on physical media later. It's just gone forever at this point. Um, which seems insane, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, 
That's huge, especially since DC's actually been making some inroads as far as, you know, getting back some, you know, uh, positivity when it comes to viewership. Like Peacemaker was super dope. Like, uh, you know, you have Black Adam and you have the new Shazam movie coming out. Like you have these properties that like people want to see. And I think people were actually interested for this Batgirl like series to come out. Um, so it's kind of a bummer that this thing's never going to see the, the light of day. Uh, I know there have been some people, uh, you know, big name Hollywood, uh, buffs have been trying to save it and find other areas for it to be distributed and, you know, see if they can, you know, buy it and, and, you know, just avoid it. The, yeah. yeah and, and then just re- release it. But, um, you know, I was concerned, like I, I heard about this, like, you know, on and off throughout the week and i was kind of just like whoa like what's going on like is hbo max really going away like mm-hmm. are they getting... because initially it was it said you know the news came out that it was all the scripted shows on hbo max were going to get canned and i was like yeah. whoa what's going on with peacemaker like that show was gangbusters like what's going on with all these other shows that are on hbo max that people are watching the shit out of um and then you know now it came down that it's you know they're kind of parceling things out and you know, that initial knee jerk reaction was not, you know, 100% correct. But, you know, I'm glad to see that there still are some shows that are going to be on HBO. I'm not watching anything that's going to be on that Discovery bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even know there was reality shows on HBO Max that were HBO Max property that are going to be on Discovery Plus or whatever. Um, I just kind of want to know what they're doing. Like WB, like that was your bread and butter. Like you have like all those flash shows and everything on the CW. Like, Why? Why are you pulling the plug on this? Well, I mean, it, and, and it's funny because like, you know, in an interview, uh, a few days after that, uh, Zaslav, uh, David Zaslav, who's the new CEO of Warner brothers discovery, you know, when they asked him about Batgirl, he essentially flat out said, we're not putting a movie out unless we believe in it. So read between the lines there. I mean, who knows? Maybe they saw it and we're like, fuck, we can't release this. This is garbage. I mean, who knows? I'm speculating, you know, but like, um, they put out Sharknado like one through seven or something like, isn't that like on discovery plus, but also I think, you know, he's also quoted in the same article of saying, you know, they're, they're doing, they're in the middle of a reset and DC's part of that and they want to refocus it and have like a 10 year plan kind of like what, originally happened with Marvel just to basically get the feet under them in the, in the DCEU. Cause if you think about it, like the last five years with DC, there's just been a lot of throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks, you know, you got the, the Joker, you got birds of prey, you got, uh, fucking the Batman. Uh, you, it, none of them are connected. They're all just super random shit. Let's just like, yeah, well, and we're making this. We're just throw that up there. And who, who knows? Like, who cares? It's like, I mean, the uh, the suicide, the second Suicide Squad movie, which was kind of a relaunch, kind of a sequel. Didn't mention anything about Birds of Prey in it. So it's like, yeah, Harley Quinn's in it. But like, did the other movies happen? Fuck if I know. Like, you know, like it's just so I could see where they would have the desire to just hit reset on the whole thing and, and refocus it, rein it in a little bit. Cause like DC kills it on the animation side, you know, they've, they've got all these animated movies. They've got a, they've got a system there that's just churning out stuff 
on the animated side, but the live action has been just nothing but a hot mess. And so like part of me understands that. And maybe, and maybe this part was just the like, look, we just, we're cutting it off. We, we have to make a, we have to cut it off at some point. This is the point. This movie wasn't going to be a success. Screw it. We're done. You know, like hard reset right now. Uh, again, me speculating. I don't know, but I could see where that would happen. Especially if someone's looking at the dollars and cents of it all. And is basically like, oh, if I hard cut it here, we get out paying the minimal amount for it. Sure. Okay, let's do it. Um, but that is a super bummer for everyone involved making that movie. And you got to imagine that burns all the bridges with like, like they got Michael Keaton back for that. He was Batman in this movie. And you think Michael Keaton's coming back now? Fuck you. Like, no, no, he's not. But, but if you have a vision where it's like, we're not building around all that. I'm Batman ain't showing up for a decade. We're going to build around, you know, the black Adam verse or something, you know, like we're going that route with the whole thing. Like maybe, maybe that's the plan. Who knows? But, but that was something that DC always had. That was almost comically worked in their favor. Right. Is like, they had no direction so they could, they just had carte blanche to like make these movies. And then they were just standalone one-offs. So like if they sucked, whatever, like Mm -hmm. it was, off the wayside and if it was good then they're like okay we have something good here maybe let's try to to build around that and you know maybe we can parcel off into it i mean why do what marvel did with the you know infinity saga because they're struggling now in their next phases like i mean yeah great like they had but i think think you might have answered your own question why do it because marvel's struggling like the 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 champ has been cut you know what I mean? To, to steal from Rocky. It's like, no, he's the champs bleeding. Like <laughs> now's your time to strike. And so, and guess what? Yeah. Marvel's been killing it forever. You still have Superman and Batman and green lantern and these characters that are still bigger than anything Marvel has. Yeah. You know? but, and so now you're going to have to recast Henry Cavill and you're going right. to have to recast Batman and you're going to have to do all these origin stories that people don't want to see because they've seen them 15 times before. You know? I, see the whole recasting thing. Who gives a shit? Like who gives a shit? Yeah. Great. Henry Cavill was Superman in a bunch of bad movies. <laughs> like who fucking cares? You know, like, Oh my God. Ben Affleck isn't going to be Batman. Anymore. I want to see that motherfucker play Batman. No, I don't. Like who gives a shit? Like, you know, it's one of the, like, I don't understand that argument. It's like, oh no, people that were in awful movies might get, not be that character anymore. Yeah. They might not be like, son of a bitch, you know? Henry Cavill was a good Superman. He was just, the movie was bad. Like, that's not his fault. I think he still did good in those movies with what he had to, with what he had to work with. I think he did good. Yeah. And this is where I say, and... Like, oh, so he gets to just play Superman in perpetuity? Oh, but like, I'm just saying the problem is, like, the writing. Like, DC's got to up their game. Like, that's the problem, right? Like, they, they don't oh, got shit sure. on the back end, like, to I mean, make I, quality movies. Uh, two points. One, I am agreeing with you. The writing <laughs> and the movie making was the problem. Two, that doesn't mean these people get to just stay in these characters. Either. Right, it like, doesn't. 
doesn't it like i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you there but i'm just saying it's like dc has more problems than you know you can't just be like (laughs) you're right dc's got a lot of problems (laughs) (laughs) for sure Justin, do you have anything you want to say? I'm sorry, like you kind of. I'm no, we, we, I can't we, fucking we, breathe. We broke Justin halfway through that, <laughs> dude. It's because I was listening to the, the entire thing, and all I could think of is like, dude, this is Zach's most relaxed take. <laughs> like, I bet you fucking <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, I I agree. Like, I think they're you know they're losing a lot of their pieces, and they're kind of like, all right, we need to recollect what we're doing and it's like funny because all the weird one-off things that they've done like shazam everyone loved that and it's like it wasn't connected to like the justice league i mean barely connected to the justice league verse or whatever but not really but like but you know we we talked about this after the comic-con reveal i think that would be a super smart way for dc to go is build around shazam in that mold of like building around Iron Man in a sense where it's like mm-hmm. Shazam's not the most popular character, but guess what? That first movie you caught lightning in a bottle, no pun intended. And you know, it was super charming, really charismatic came across and most importantly, separating itself from the entire pack of DC movies. It was really fun. Like it was a really fun, well-made movie. And it's like, now you've got the sequel, which looks like more of the same. You've got black Adam coming in. You've got three movies in this universe already. Like, just stack them up. Like, build out another character, add another layer to it. You know, like, it's it's happening right now. You've got it. It's there. And it's just like, but they won't. They, You know they won't do that. But it's like, it's and it's maddening because it seems like so obvious to me building around, building a DCEU around Shazam and, like, starting there would be the way to go. You know, like, I, I don't, I don't know. It seems obvious to me. Like have them team up with Aquaman. Right. Go talk to some fish. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll be, I'm, we'll be monitoring where all this HBO max, you know, does the Harley Quinn show get, get canned? Does Peacemaker get canned? Uh, if they are just pushing hard reset on the entire DC cinematic universe, who knows? Uh, we will, we will all find out sooner than later sadly but another thing we found out about uh sooner than later was uh pokemon scarlet and violet they had the uh the pokemon uh what is that called treehouse not treehouse what do they call them just uh Justin? the little pokemon direct direct thank you i keep wanting to call them treehouses always do. <laughs> um so yes it was uh all about pokemon scarlet and violet uh, which is coming November 18th that we knew, but now the new information is the region is Paldea. So we've got a new region. Um, it's going to have the uh, kind of more open RPG gameplay, like the wild area and Arceus does. Um, and you can do the gyms in any order and all that stuff. Well, well I'm interested to see how they build on the Arceus experience. Um Justin, did you have any notes about the what the multiplayer is supposed to be? Or, or um, Shannon, did you catch this? I didn't ask Shannon if you watched it. So. I watched it. Like, the multiplayer, it, it looks very similar to Sword and Shield, where mm-hmm. you can have, it looks like you can all, like, ride your legendaries as, like, the little bikes and stuff together, and you're kind of going to, 
what kind of looks like in Sword and Shield with the the wells or the like whatever the beans and yeah. stuff where they do like the except I think it's weird like I don't know why you wouldn't just continue with the Gigamax or whatever it is instead it's like some new thing that kind of looks the same but they're like prismatic ish yeah they're like crystallized or yeah. something yeah so I was like why create like a whole new thing that just looks identical to the thing you already had like why not just continue that thing <laughs> but well you mentioned the legendaries. And they got names, which is Koridon, which is the uh, the red one, and Miradon, which is the purple one. And uh, yeah, that I, you know, when they in the middle of that trailer, when apparently you get a le- your legendary right from the start, right from the start of the game, because in that trailer they turn into motorcycles, and yeah. you're like riding them, and then at one point they turn into like jets and you're flying around and i was perplexed you guys mm-hmm. but i'm sure there's a story reason for it it probably makes an awesome gameplay mechanic i don't know i was confused do you guys have thoughts they're merging digimon and pokemon together it seemed like it it <laughs> seemed to be I honest. mean, I thought it was even funnier in the trailer where the one, the wheels are actually spinning like you're riding it, but the other one, the wheels just kind of hang there and he just runs yeah. with his legs. Yeah, like, totally. he's, like, nah. he's like, nah, that's fine. I'll walk. Thanks. <laughs> but I think, is it because the red one's supposed to be like the antiquated one and the purple one's supposed to be like the futuristic one or something like that? Because like the purple one turns into like a jet and the other one was like, I have wings that come out of my head and I kind of glide around, you know? You're so. like taking a G6 to Vermilion City, like, yo, what the fuck's up? Yeah, right. <laughs> like a G6. Like, um, what do you guys have? Pidgeys? Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> riding, yeah a, riding a Starly like a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, we got sourdough dogs back at the crib. Like, what uh, the fuck dude. are you on right now? Yeah. <laughs> dude. I just want a multiplayer experience in Pokemon where like you can actually go around with your buddies and take down legendary Pokemon. Like why don't you make that like the the draw, right? Like you you meet up with your friends, you can go do like a legendary raid, but it's like you have your you know five Pokemon and like you're battling similar to Pokemon Go, uh you have an option to catch it at the end. Um you know, br- break it down like that. Make it more like, because the one thing I hated about Sword and Shield is that you had to go to the dungeon, then you had to make sure your friend was online, then you could go, and, like, it was just, like, one battle, and then you were done. And then you were kicked out into the lobby, and then you had to add your friend again to do another battle. Like, just, why can't you just make it a multiplayer experience? Like, that's what I want out of my, uh, you know, if I'm bringing somebody into my Pokemon game. I want to be able to roll around together and just mess shit up. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping they do eliminate some of those layers of of engagement there because I agree with you. It would I never used that stuff in Sword and Shield because there was just so many levels to get through before you could actually do anything. It's just so yeah. I'm like like I said, I'm hoping to see improvement on the the world navigation system from Arceus because like. I'm sorry, changing zones sucks. Every time you have to like go back to the professor, tell him you want to go back, go back to the main area. Then you immediately turn around and tell the dude at the gate, okay, no, I want to go to this area and just go. And, and 
anytime something happens where you want to change the zone you're in, like it's this five step process to do it. And it's stupid when I should just be able to bring up the map and go, I go here now. Like what's the problem, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm hoping they build off of all of the stuff. It'd be nice to see, but that remains to be seen. Uh, what doesn't remain to be seen as Justin alluded to, Can we talk about the improvement they made over Yamper, the Corgi, which for this new world, this new region, we've been blessed with Fido. And yes, that is F-I-D-O-U-G-H. And man, it is the most awesome little bread dog possible. I can't wait to see what yeast-based attacks it possesses. Uh, Your thoughts, gentlemen on fido dude i want i want him to evolve into like a giant baguette (laughs) oh that'd be so good (laughs) like and it's like a wiener dog (laughs) oh dude yeah like his mega evolution is just like as he gets more and more evolved he just a hot dog slowly starts growing in him (laughs) oh jesus red rocket yeah totally You took you took it there, not me, dude. Like this. Oh no, like yeah, because you had that is not what you were alluding to in any way, Shannon. <laughs> it's a fairy type Pokemon, bro. Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like I've, I've never I've never kind of been drawn to the fairy types, but um, yeah, I well, mean, problematic, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. roll it, <laughs> bro. Like it, it, it's no, just don't go, don't dive deep into that. It's very topical. <laughs> it's a Pokemon thing, okay? So. Uh, Keeping it yeah. service level, gotcha. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, he's he's all right looking. I mean, like he's he's don't, no, don't give me that. He's all, all right looking. He's all right. He's 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 no corgi. Like that's fine, bro. Like, he's got a donut right. neck and buns for ears. Like, come on, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, all right. Like he's cool and all. Like I, I mean, I he's just he's not my jam. Just not my jam. <sighs> I'm gonna go back to Lechonk. Everybody, everybody, ditch Lechonk for this. Oh game. no, 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 Lechonk, no. Lechonk is number one. Lechonk, for, to be clear, Lechonk is number one. Fido, firm number two though. Like Fido, Fido has this ability that when a Pokemon hits him, he gives the other Pokemon a yeast infection. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> do, do his do his moves include like punch down? You know, like you when after the bread's right ri- after the dough's risen, you got to punch it down. Exactly, like, it's like, and like he like proofs himself and it like boof boofs him up. Or he like gives, gives a bowl and then like a sunbeam like hits him and he raises up into like a huge. Uh, yeah. That'd be so good. He shoots Boy, alcohol like... poisoning at people. You know. Like... <sighs> Well, speaking of inventive games that are repeating on past performances, um, let's talk a little about what we've been playing. Because, hey, Shannon, yeah. what if I told what you know Rocket League and how fun yeah. Rocket League is, mm-hmm. and how it's just like soccer but with cars, and it's kind of rad. And like you heard that concept, and you're like, I bet that sucks. And you played it twice, and you're like, Holy shit, this game's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I told you someone went? Hey, that game's really good. What about if we made it with golf instead of soccer? I am listening. I, I kind of had the same thought, which was, oh, that sounds really stupid. And then I played it for two rounds, 
And next thing I know, it was four hours later and I'm still playing it. And that game is just fantastic. Like, it's so good. So let me ask you this. Is it turn based? Like, does it because it's it's is it mini golf or is it just regular? No, no, no. So so it is huge, fantastical uh, holes, basically, Mm -hmm. that have they've got. Uh, rough patches, sand traps, all that stuff in him. And you are much like rocket league driving into like, and it's basically like a rocket league style car too. Like it's, it's not even, they didn't even change the models that much to be honest. And considering it's an entirely different development team, problematic, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, you're driving into a large ball that you are, that then flies down the, the hole and you've got to like catch up to it aim your next shot and go. So there's no, like you're not counting strokes. The, the, the only goal is to get it down the fastest to get in the hole, the fastest. And there's power-ups. You can get rockets, boosts, um, shields, that sort of thing. Uh, so there's a little sprinkling of Mario Kart in there, but everyone is going at once, but you do not interact with other players, uh, the ball or their car. Like you can't, you can't drive into other people if they're trying to line the shot. You can't knock their ball out of the way. Um, the only way they can interact with you is by shooting rockets at you, basically. Like you can see the other people on the hole, but you can't physically interact with them other, except for shooting a rocket. That's the only way. Okay. Um, which, and it seems really fair. Like it seems really like honestly, after playing, like we, like I said, hours of it with Justin on uh, on Friday. It, it came across like I never felt cheated by it, you know, like it, it was it was never one of those things where like, though, <laughs> I did have a problem as I got more tired as the hmm. evening went along. I started to chase the other balls on the on the on the course that weren't mine before I realized I could see through them and were like, oh, shit, where's my ball? You know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and that's my fault. The game does a totally fine job of pointing out where your ball is. Like a big green arrow comes up and is like, over here, dumbass, you know, like as you're (laughs) you're playing. Um, But yeah, so, and then it's got like a a battle pass type of progression system as you level up, like you get different bodies. Uh, What, what are the, what's the guard called that you hit the ball with, Justin? Uh, Like the little, I don't know, I want to say like the grill. Yeah, it's like, it's like a plow type of grill that goes across the front of the car. So you get uh, new, new ones of those, new spoilers, new stickers for your car, uh, different, different types of balls. Uh, Justin was playing with a huge beach ball for most of it. Um, you get different power ups unlock, uh, that you, that are like kind of like loadouts that you can, you get one of each that you can, uh, a passive and an active that you can load in before a match. And yeah, uh, I got up to level 10 or 11. I believe Justin has flown past me as he has kept playing since I've ran out of time to play. Uh, But like I said, me and Justin started with the intention of like, "Ah, let's stick around with this for an hour or so. And then we're going to go play Ember, which was recommended to us from our discord. And we never made it to Ember. (laughs) We never got it. I'm not kidding. We fired that game up and four hours later, I was like, Justin, I got to go to sleep. Like I can't keep playing this shit. Like, and, and I would have, if I could have just stayed awake. And uh, the other thing I will say is the maps in the, in the game three hours in me and Justin were getting new maps. 
which I found fantastic. And I'm not going to use that to take another shot at Halo. But <laughs> like three hours into the game, we were still getting served new maps. And and a, a round is three holes. And three holes takes, I what, five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? So you can, maybe 15. And, and after loading times and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can burn through it pretty pretty quick you know as far as leveling progression goes and it's a awesome hey we're all going to jump on discord we're all going to jump in this chat we're all going to hang out and play this like it's a great one of those games because you can just talk shit and have a conversation while you're doing a million different things trying to get the goddamn ball in the hole um it has the the golf maddening thing of I've lined up this perfect shot and oh my god I hit it too hard and it flew over the hole and I'm totally screwed like yeah like it has that uh, and yeah Justin jump in there what do you what are your Dude, thoughts well first of all the thing that makes me feel the absolute worst is when you hit the ball and then you go off the ramp and mm-hmm. then your ball like came up a little short and you're like going over your ball and you're like no <laughs> and then you have to like. The turnaround of shame to try and get behind your ball again, and everyone's just like going past you, and you're like, I blew it, I blew this course, there's no way. And then, like, you end up somehow like still getting third, even after you fucked up that hard. So, how many people start at the same time on a course? Uh, eight, eight max. Uh, we had we had some matches that had seven, some matches that had six because, like, it'll pull players, but then if people drop, it doesn't replace them. Gotcha. It just, this is what we got, you know. But so the max is eight. Yeah. And oh, hot tip for everyone that took uh, me and Justin about 90 minutes to figure out. Cause I mean, sure. I could bring up the control pan or the control diagram to tell me what all the buttons were, but who does that shit? You just play the game. And uh, by the way, if you grossly oversteer, you can just jump. You can drive past your ball and just jump and turn around and land and you're facing the right direction. And I can't tell you how many times Justin and I drove past a ball and then tried to like drive in a huge circle to line back up because the car does not turn all that well. And uh, yeah, was it life changing, Justin, when we discovered we could jump? Dude. It was like completely different game at that point. And I was like, when Zach told me that, I was like, no. And then I said, I was like, what, like Rocket And I jumped and I felt like such a fucking idiot that I had been (laughs) doing that the entire time. Yeah. So, so just like I said, hot tip, much like Rocket League, jumping and turning and landing to face the right direction will save your ass. Uh, And it took us way too long to figure that out. Entirely too long. (laughs) Because we're, we're idiots, apparently. Um, so the other game I've been playing this week is a devil's bones. Look at that smile on my face. Look at him. I know. I, I released devil's bones. I put, I put the itch.io link and stuff in the discord. I was Mm -hmm. excited to finally have finished it. It would have been done sooner, but I went to Comic-Con and stuff. So I came back and got it done. Now it's a very, uh, it's a very inscription inspired game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, but I think, I think it sets out what you aim to do very well. Like it, it, it's a good little story as you play through it. Um, 
I've gotten horribly screwed by the dice more than once. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that frustration, Justin. Um, I do. I do really enjoy the art style. I want the knife to do something, Justin. I know. I'm sorry. It's so <laughs> inscription. It's so inscription styled that I'm like, oh, all this stuff on this table must do something, and it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I, uh, I see, I see the groundwork for for a lot in that game. It's really cool. I really enjoy it, and the devil's a total asshole. So. <laughs> You did a, you did a great job writing that. Well, thank you. Did did you get um did you get one of the two endings where you go to heaven? No. Okay. I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's multiple in there's six. I think right? like yeah, there's like six different endings to the game depending on just the luck. Like every single branch you go down, if no matter which one, like which path you're going down, there is a way to win. It's just a matter of luck. So every every possibility, there is a chance at victory, but you can just get fucked on a roll and end up dying. I, I well, now I need to keep playing because I want to see that ending. Yeah. So let me ask you. Th- let me ask you this: When you've got squares that are even only or odd only, mm-hmm. I want to be able to add up the two dice. Okay. And, and it kind of kills me that it like, cause I got one that it was like even only, and it was the option I wanted. And I had five and one and I'm like, that's six. That is six. Like, <laughs> I want to put this in the odd section. That's going to kill me. Like this sucks. Like, <laughs> damn it. It's the devil's bones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Well, it was funny because, like I was trying to find a way to implement it and I couldn't really think of a good way. So like I had for me when I was mm-hmm. making it to play test it, I had the option and it's like still in the code. I just commented out that you could right click on the dice and you could re-roll. Like if you clicked over mm. it, it would re-roll that dice. And I was trying to think of, cause my thing was like, well, if you could just re-roll all the time, then in certain situations it makes it pointless because then you could get out of every yeah. situation. So that kind of like broke the gameplay format that I was going to. And I was like trying to think of a way to like fairly implement, like, okay, maybe you get like one free re-roll or two re-rolls or whatever. But it's the what, HUD takes what, up like so much of the screen and stuff. I didn't want to like start adding like other shit, like on the left side, like flooding everything. I'm, I'm just saying it's what the knife could be used for. <laughs> cut a finger <laughs> off. Yeah. Cut a finger off and you get a, get a re-roll. You know, you roll your like thumb nubbin. Oh, that'd be so funny. Or like you you put your thumb down and it like a dice number gets burned on it and then you chop it off or something. <laughs> Zach, stop! You madman. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm like, I finish it. And Zach's like, did you want to work on this for three more months? Had a bunch of shit for you to go in and make work. I've I've like the worst comment section come to life. It's <laughs> uh, no negative no. space is done. Do you want to work on this for another ten years? <laughs> hey, fant- fantastic job, Justin. I really enjoyed it. I'm Thank I'm very you. happy that you got it out, dude. So. I know that. Believe it or not, and that's one of the funny things. This game, I think, in total, ha- has like just as much, maybe a little bit less, like audio than uh negative space it's insane oh, really? That's how funny. much audio work dude like so those dice 
um, the red dice in the game are actual dice I own. I took a picture of them. I Photoshop, filter, whatever, did everything mm-hmm. to them. So I own those physical dice. But the sound of rolling them is actually me rolling them on a wood table oh, cool. in my garage. And there's each dice individually has six different sounds of it hitting the table. And then the pair together each have six different sounds that's completely random like when they play together. So that was part of what took so long too was I did a lot of fucking sound work on the game. That's awesome. That's the devil is my voice mm-hmm. and filtered out and chopped up and chopped and screwed. I mean, of course it is. The devil <laughs> the devil is your voice on this show as well. Um you know. Devil always kills you with kindness, you know. It's good to be known for something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh okay. Justin, it's been it's been a few weeks. I hope you're ready. I am. Hey, Shannon, what have you been playing? <laughs> Let me get back. Let me get my tea. Yep. Uh, so I've been playing a little game. Maybe you guys uh-huh. have heard of it. Um, it's called Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, I don't uh, think there's anything little about it, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just preface by saying I was super stoked when I saw it got like a 9.5 out of 10. Um, you know, as far as like a, 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 a review score rating. Uh, so I jumped right into that bad boy, uh, right as COVID was, uh, you know, having its way with my body. So there was nothing for me to do except sit down and play this thing. And, uh, I'm about 40 hours in right now. Um, and, uh, there's seven chapters in the game. I am in chapter, I just started chapter five right before we started recording. Uh, let me tell you boys, that game, um, they did a lot to improve on a lot of the combat systems. Uh, it definitely strikes me more in the vein of Xenoblade Chronicles or the original one. Uh, it's not as brightly colored as the uh, the second one is, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but they did streamline things down, so there's no, there's no worrying about weapons, buying weapons, or buying mm-hmm. anything like that uh, to upgrade your character's attacks. Basically what happens is there's uh, different classes and the characters can um, switch between classes and level those up. And that's essentially how you make your character stronger. Um, each character has a starting class that's either attack, defense, or healing. And um, you have, uh, I think there's nine other hero classes that you can get um, and jump between um, throughout the game. Um, you get those by interacting with other heroes in the game through story plots Um you have characters that get uh, <clears throat> legacy uh, heroic classes. Um, so that means basically that they are the best uh, as far as aptitude-wise to, um, to, to inherit those abilities. Uh, other characters can use those, but if they're not um, skilled, they will not level up as fast. So, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of risk reward. Uh, you know, you start at level one with your, with those classes. Um, so the people are squishy, their hit points are lower, um, their abilities are less powerful, they don't power up as fast. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of important to, when you're traveling the world, use those abilities. And then when you're going into boss battles, kind of switch your characters back into um, classes that are more beneficial for them. So that's a strategy I kind of learned the hard way. Um, the Ouroboros, which are the, uh, the mechs or the, you know, the powerful beings that the people can pair up and, and use. 
are pretty cool um, <clears throat> to keep them from being too overly powered. They have a heat gauge on them. So when you are using the abilities, your heat gauge is, 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 uh, is rising. And depending on how powerful the moves are, it depends on how fast the heat gauge fills up. Um, so you have to be careful not to uh, overexert your heat, because if you do, then you're basically locked out of using those uh, abilities for quite a substantial amount of time. So if you're using like a boss battle, if you're doing a boss battle, uh, it's pretty important to keep those uh, forms available to you to, to fight. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to get rolled or you're going to have a very difficult time. Um, there are a lot of classes or, or other abilities that they worked into it. So you have like chain attacks, which basically bring like everybody together. And there's like this kind of um, order that you get to choose with the characters. And um, you have to get like a certain percentage to keep the chain going. Um, and if you do keep it going you can have a multiplier of like a thousand percent to your base damage, um, which really uh, makes combat fun and intriguing. Um, the Wait, one thing percent. Yeah. So like every time you, so like you have this chain gauge that fills up and mm -hmm. when it fills up, you have uh, three cycles that you can go through. And when you do that, you have your characters at the bottom and it shows the percentage that they'll, their base percentage to filling up the, uh, the gauge. And when you fill it up, um, you can go over 100%. So you're, what you want to do the first time is just hit that 100% marker because you don't have any bonuses or anything to help you get there. Okay. But the second time around, you definitely are going to have some, uh, some advantages that will get the number up above 100%. And if you keep, uh, you know, if you keep renewing that, uh, that chain gauge, um, you can get you know, upwards of like 700, 800 or a thousand percent, um, because, uh, the heroes that you recruit that will help you out, um, have other bonuses. Like it, one of them, if you are attacking a, a mech or a robot, it will basically, uh, double your, your final score output. So like if you're fighting a robot, you want to have this, this medic guy who's going to like double your, your points. So there's some, there's uh, some strategy there. Also, one thing I really like about this game is you have in other RPGs, you have like, you know, three character slots, right? And then you have like 10 characters that you could choose from. So you're always, you know, rotating those three people out, like depending on the situation. This game, they're like, nah, fuck it. Like you got seven people. All seven people are going to be on the screen at the same time. Like all seven people are fighting at like one time. So it makes the battles a little bit more ferocious because they can give you stronger enemies to fight earlier on in the game. Um, so that makes it fun and interesting as well, especially when you're starting to learn like your chain gauge, uh, your, your chain strategies and your Ouroboros strategies. That um, makes those things a lot more fun and frenetic um, right off the bat. Now, now, is that running at like five frames a second when you've got seven people on screen at once? No, I see. I've been playing in handheld mode uh, okay. primarily, um, so I haven't seen any bumps there have. Because what they'll do is they'll put like uh, two mechs on the screen, right? Mm -hmm. And the mechs are like huge. So all you're seeing really is like their feet or like their arms. Um, so there's not like a full scale um, robot that you're fighting. Um, there are uh, other times where it's just like little dudes like running on the screen that are like your size and they kind of get swamped in all the drama. I haven't really seen any frame rate drops there. Okay. So that's fine. I have seen when you're walking through the world off in the distance, you'll see like a flying creature and it's just basically pop up, pop down, pop up, pop down. Like I've seen that a lot. So um, the, like Pokemon Arceus thing. 
Yeah, and then there's a lot of uh, like tchotchkes on the ground to collect because there's some supplies and, and fetch quests and things. And if they're off in the distance, they're just glowing orbs. And then once you get like really close to them, then they'll change into crystals or logs or you know whatever they are that you're you're collecting, whatever it's supposed to be. So they do find ways to kind of cheat the graphical, um, you know, uh, the limitations the limitations of yes the system. Um, one thing I've noticed that I find pretty annoying is with the map. Um, they haven't really helped there. Um, if you have a quest that is um, in that in a, in a certain area, mm-hmm. the map will go there. But if you do not have a quest there, like it only shows the where your current objective is, hmm. um, which is kind of limiting because you know you want to do the side quests in, in this game. At least I do. Like I enjoy going around doing the side quests and, and making my character stronger. Um, and it's kind of a bummer when you're limited to that. And sometimes they don't even let you fast travel, which is super annoying um, because I have no idea where I'm going. The map isn't showing me where I need to go. Um, so that kind of sucks. Um, they've kind of mitigated that by giving you this option to highlight your quest track. So basically a red line just is always permanently on the map or on, on your screen. So you can see where you need to go. Mm. So that makes things a little bit easier. But like if you have to go from like, you know, the the chapter five area all the way back to chapter one, you're going to be walking for a while. Um, now, now, was this done to prevent your favorite activity in these games, which is to get about 30 levels <laughs> over where you need to be? No. So I will tell you okay. right now, I've I did the side quest as I was doing the main quests. Mm hmm. And. For chapter four, the they the recommended level for chapter four was level seventeen. Uh, I think I was level thirty five. <laughs> I started doing like some of the main quests, so like I just like steamrolled like pretty much like right into a lot of the higher level areas. Um, it's it's a fun game. Like uh, don't get me wrong, like I do love this game a lot. I'm having a a, a blast playing it. Uh, the story is great so far. It's kind of got this whole um, like alternate universe, like parallel, like, you know, clones of clones kind of thing. Like who's the real person? Um, you know, you're kind of running into other, um, you know, storylines that are uh, similar but different. And you're just like, OK, like what's happening? You know, I'm trying to piece it all together and, and it's here at chapter five, it's finally starting to kind of mold into like this solid story and I'm starting to see it now. Mm. And it's cool. It's cool. I like it. Um, you know, everybody's fighting this war. Um, you have these flame clocks, which are basically um, you kill the other side um, and their life force gets drained into your uh, clock, which makes you powerful and lets you live longer. Um, so it's basically this war of like a zero sum game where like you got like this one side who's fighting this other side. They're eternally locked in this struggle. Um, they both want to live. Um, so they're just killing each other to basically fill their flame clocks. Um, if you live 10 years, you get um, you, ba- you get to go home, essentially, is what they call it. And basically you're turned back into ether and sent back to your queen, uh, who then in turn uses your energy to get stronger. Um so you basically have this 10 year window to live your life. Um, and you know, either you die and you go to the enemy or you die and you go back to your queen. So yeah, I, I remember my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> my queen. 
yeah so it's it's basically uh it, it's that that's the base level stuff it is some anime level anime bullshit in some points but like it's xenoblade it's fun so i recommend it like a lot of people um you know who i follow on twitter are having a great time with it and uh, yeah I, I recommend anybody in our discord channel if you're looking for a game that's you're gonna sink 100 hours into just to get the storyline done i would i would say xenoblade chronicles 3 is your jam I'll be honest, uh, Justin. I feel like we got off easy there. Yeah, no, I I actually think it's going to be uh, a little bit of a competition towards the end of the year. Who who has more hours in what Xenoblade Chronicles three or you know Turbo Rocket Golf? <laughs> yeah, I you know I'll tell you I I don't want to get too in depth into it. Like I I wanted to keep it pretty topical. Um, you know, ultimately I know you guys have zero interest in playing this game uh but you know our listeners i don't want to spoil it for them i'll just say that it it starts off at a pretty fast pace um you know it throws a lot at you fast but if you stick with it um like once you figure out like the ouroboros and your chain attacks like combat is fun and changing the classes around to see which is the best for your characters is awesome um, like when you find a, a loadout that really works, like you want to stick with that because your damage output is just so high. Like you're throwing up like 1 million point of damage combos and you're just obliterating things on the screen. It's it's fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys have no interest. So I'm, I'm going to spare you guys some of the, the smaller nuances. Well, I'm sure we'll hear much more about it uh, come our January Game of the Year episode. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hopefully you're finished by then. You know, I'm, I'm, I can't, no one can guarantee it. I mean, you might be an hour 600 who can tell. I mean, um, you know, my, my, my gaming life isn't what it used to be. Uh, I would be happy to complete this game and be 120 hours in and, and be good with that. Well, you're a third of the way then you're a third of the way there. I am. And I have no intention of stopping like the, the game is good. And I feel like I've put about 120 hours into Horizon, but I've only put about 36. So, <laughs> oh, it's like that, huh? Even yeah. even turning it down to story mode, you're still just like, please Bro. make it stop. Bro, <laughs> I just it's so maddening. It's good. It's a good game, and they just won't stop it. Like just <laughs> it need like wrap it up, like the Chappelle Show used to say. Like, man, come on. <laughs> 36 hours in how many how many uh are those how many parts of the thing have you collected from what uh, I two. two okay out of so, four yeah Oof. so i mean it feels like it's picking up but i've said that before shannon i've said that before <laughs> it's on the back I mean, of the you're yeah. hours in and you're still they, picking it's still they picking keep up. introducing like new side characters i i put it down this week I need a break again from Horizon. Um, but no one wants to hear me bitch about that anymore. But what they do want to hear some air raid sirens. But do we got it? Do we, are we in the silent hill? Hill zone? Nope. We're in the underneath. Um, so uh, you guys watch anything we want to want to talk about? We, we spoiling any goods? Um, so let me see. I watched Prey this week. Uh, or I watched. Or di- oh, did you? I oh, did you? <laughs> so I'll tell you right now. COVID, like, 
when your body hits that wall with COVID and it tells you it's time to go to bed, you just go to bed wherever you're at. Like you just, you just conk out. So I was watching Prey and I got maybe an hour in. It was, it was a little later at night, um, you know, cause I got a little one and I don't want him walking in while the predator's just like dismembering something. So, you know, I have to wait until after he goes to bed. <clears throat> and yeah, I got maybe like an hour in and my body was like, sleep now. Like, no, no, you don't get to finish this. So uh, I'll tell you, uh, the first hour of it is is cool. Um, so it it takes place uh, during, I think it was like uh, <clears throat> Native Americans are still the predominant like people in, in the Americas. Um, it's, uh, I think it's, what, it was like 18 or no, 17 something. Um, they mention it very briefly in the beginning. Um, you're following, um, a Cherokee tribe. Uh, there's a woman who is trying to become a hunter instead of a gatherer, uh, in her tribe. Um, so her brother is a well-established hunter in, in their tribe, um, and stands up for her and says, Hey, look, um, if she wants to do this, you should let her do it. She knows her medicine. She knows her tracking. Um, she's great with an ax. Um, let her go out and, and do this do this uh rite of passage and basically the rite of passage is you um choose something that is an equal hunter in the wild uh and then you hunt it and bring it back uh on your own and you either successfully kill it and bring it back or it kills you and you don't come back um so she goes out to look for something and um you know while she is looking for something discovers a spaceship in the sky that comes down to earth uh she doesn't see what comes out of the ship but it messes some stuff up and she's like holy shit uh and she goes back and she's like i think we need to kill this thing and the dude and her brother's like that's the thing that you're gonna kill uh okay um and then <clears throat> all hell breaks loose um he, he's like there's like some buffalo right over here dog like we can we well, can just do yeah, that instead right? like, it's like you, she goes out and there's a field of buffalo that are skinned and dead but like there's no the skulls are still there the bodies are still there she's like this thing did this like for sure little do you know that there's like the french hunters are out there like you know basically like to, you know laying their claim to the furs and everything mm-hmm. like that that are out there um so like there's a whole like side story with that too everything is woven together very well the predator is terrifying like he is a different predator than you've seen in the other predator movies oh so they changed the monster design uh yeah a little bit more streamlined uh not and you know the technology level is a lot lower right so like you're like 200 years behind like the 1980s like schwarzenegger predator so this dude is not uh, as technologically advanced. Uh, when you see the little three dots on, on his mm-hmm. shoulder come out and he's got that lock on you, it's not a laser. It's these hollow point arrows that come out and hit oh, you. Oh, interesting. Okay. Boy, do they fuck your shit up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they're still, they're still pretty damaging. Um, he is more, this predator is more of a hand-to-hand fighter. Um, he still has the claw that comes out. Um, and that thing, Wreck Shop, um, the first couple things he destroys um, pretty much are, uh, you know, pretty deftly killed um, pretty fast with that thing. Um, when his He does fight a bear, and that's a pretty, pretty badass fight um, for a short period of time. 
but yeah, it's um it's pretty interesting to see how they weave in um, the predator so that he's not super overpowered for what he's fighting because you know he's fighting Native Americans with bows and arrows and sticks and things like that. Um, you know, it's hard to make that fight seem balanced, but they do a pretty good job. Um, and you know, I, I am going to go back and finish the last 30 minutes to see how it, how it wraps up. Um, uh, I also watched another movie this week called luck. Uh, it's a kid's movie on Apple TV plus. Okay. It's their own production. Uh, it's a computer animated thing about a lady who has the world's worst luck. Um, and she's basically, uh, Oh, you know what I saw? Yeah. We saw the trailer for this. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes to like another dimension or something. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So she basically, uh, she's got the world's worst luck. Uh, she was basically an orphan growing up. She was put in a, like an orphanage, a, a home for, for women, I guess is what it's called. Um, she ages out of the system. So her social worker's like, okay, you're 18 now you got to live on your own. We'll pay for your housing as long as you're going to school and you have a full-time job. So mm. She's out in the studio apartment trying to figure out her life. Um, she has a friend who's still in the the, the shelter. Um, and she's, you know, a lot younger. Um, and she's starting to go through the interview process to try to find a forever home. So she's like, I have the world's worst luck, but I want to find something that's going to bring you luck. And the lady's like, well, you could find me a lucky penny. That's the only lucky thing that I don't have. So she's like, cool. So she's like out one night and there's a black cat. Everybody's like shooing it away, like get away from us, black cat, bag of luck. And she like sits down and she has a sandwich with it. And she's like, you know, telling this cat her problems. The cat finishes eating the sandwich and runs away. And when she looks down, there's a penny. And so she picks ah. up the penny. And then all of a sudden she has fabulous luck. Like everything is going well for her. Nothing is going wrong. Uh, she's like, I need to give this to my friend. So she puts it down to go to the bathroom. And when she puts it down, of course, the bad luck comes back and the penny gets flushed down the toilet and hijinks ensue from there. She follows the cat, finds out the cat can talk. The cat is voiced by Simon Pegg. Um, and there's, you know, basically this whole she goes into this area. She's not supposed to go where everything is luck oriented. There's good luck on one side of the world and there's bad luck on the other. And she's on the good luck side trying to get this uh this this uh this penny back um it's it's good um i think it's a little long for a kids movie i think mm -hmm. it's a little preachy towards the end about like you know good luck and bad luck and in people's chances and and all that stuff but overall it's a good it's a good movie for kids um well you know i mean apparently it's better than uh, the last spider-man movie because you finished it so. I also, I was like COVID and I was looking for something to keep my son mm. entertained where I could stay six feet away from him without giving him this horrible thing. Yes. Yes. Uh, sorry. It was just an easy jab that I <laughs> take. Um, so along the kids movies thing, did you guys check out sea beasts on Netflix? Yes. That was, that was fun. That mm -hmm. was fun. A very how to train your dragon ish. Uh, as far as like the creature design, like red, the big sea beast is pretty much just toothless, but we enjoyed the hell out of that one. Like that was mm -hmm. pretty fun. Um, so we're going through a daredevil rewatch in this mm -hmm. house. And I just, I, I mean, it's old, so <laughs> I'm, I'm spoiling a fucking 10 year old show at this point, but um, that episode where you get the Wilson Fisk backstory about mm -hmm. him, with him and his dad and like kind of how he became who he is. 
and like with killing his dad with the hammer and everything like it, goddamn Wilson Fisk is just the best character Marvel's created in like <laughs> in this whole time and like it makes me so happy that he's back in uh in in the MCU you know after they reintroduced him with Hawkeye and all that cuz I'll be honest, I had forgotten. It's been a while since I've watched Daredevil, but like every time Vincent D'Onofrio is on the screen, it's just magnetic as hell. You're just locked in. And and I mean, it's Daredevil. We've all seen it. Who cares? But like I I, I just had to call attention to that because I, I had forgotten. Like it was me that was going like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. And it's like, yeah, you know that. You watched it already. But anyway, had to draw attention to that. What I really want to know for the spoiler zone is, uh, Justin, did you see Bullet Train? I did see Bullet Train. Okay, let's not... I know the air raid sirens have gone. I understand this is called spoiler zone, but I am asking quite nicely, maybe give me one more week with that one. Because, <laughs> yeah. damn, I want... Just give me your thumbs up, thumbs down, good, bad, indifferent. Like, okay, Two we've, thumbs up. we've got really double thumbs it. up. Right. Yeah. Does it deal in the guy richiness that the trailer makes it seem like? Because it seems very snatch, lock stock, two smoking barrels. Like it seems kind of frenetic in the way those movies are. So yeah. is it like that? Or is, is that just trailer magic and I shouldn't go in with that expectation? No, it's very like I said, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say it's very kind of like everything everywhere all at once where there's a lot of fucking random shit mm-hmm. that's like you're not expecting in the movie at all. And there's so it's like it takes you kind of off guard <laughs> at some points with like, like, oh, shit, like what the fuck? But it's just a really fun movie. And I wasn't expecting like a, a real like story like out yeah. of it. But the story you get and kind of how everyone on the train is connected is pretty great. I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited to check this one out. Uh, Shannon, is that one on your radar as well? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Dude, that one, what, oh, go ahead, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying what got me even more pumped is, of course, during in the trailers before the movie not only did i get to see the black panther trailer like on the big screen oh, and, like that's the worth, capri that's worth but, it right yep, there but they also had the new john wick trailer as well so i got nice. to see that on the big screen so that got me like i'm like yeah watching this and then i'm like next year i got johnny wick coming back and then you put the then you took the bucket of popcorn off your head and stopped pounding your ears yeah so, yeah I, the, the stilton pool method yeah it's like, la, 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 la. Well, I think, is that our show for the week? Does anyone else have anything? Justin, you got anything else for spoilers in? Have Have either of you, I know I've told Zach to watch, I doubt he yeah. has, but been watching the rehearsal? No, that, I, it's still, it's still there. Oh man, dude. It's and I've heard, and I've heard episode four was just like the mind fucks of all mind fucks. Dude, it, it, yeah, it's getting insane. Like every week I'm kind of like, okay, he's pushing, he like, he's pushing the envelope in Mm -hmm. some way every week. And each week I'm like, I don't know how he can really take this further than what he's already doing. And I'll be damned if every week he doesn't find some way where I keep having to pause it because I'm like, dude, what the fuck is happening right now? I feel that's how it is about the old man. 
because I am two episodes away from the end. I think I'm episode. I, I'm I'm about ready to start six or seven episode six mm-hmm. or seven, and it's like, bro, like they're giving you so much information towards the end of that that there is just. I'm trying to remember who's who, like who's this person? Why is this person talking to this person? Like, how is this all tied together? Who's this person again? Like, oh my god, uh, names upon names in that one. Uh, that that last episode. I mean, I don't know if you listened to our spoilers on on it. A few no, weeks yeah, back. yeah, okay, yeah, I wasn't um, sure if you listened. Yeah, because I was going to be like, that's going to be a bummer if you did. But that last episode uh, it gives you some answers to some questions you've been asking raises some questions that you didn't know you should have been asking. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I came away from that last episode loving the direction the show is going in. So yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about it, dude. I'm super pissed off at that chick. Uh, like, cause like I went through that episode where she basically extorted him and it was just uh-huh. like, I you either give me half your shit or I'm like writing this letter to the board of directors or your yeah. company. <laughs> I was just I, like his anger his was so relatable. Like in that one moment, I was just like, Ooh, like, Oh, you did so much to save that chick. And she just turned around and stabbed you right in the back. Yep. yep. Uh, like, like I said, uh, in, in our recap of the old man, it's like, that was the least realistic thing of the whole, of the whole show. Like, mm-hmm. it, because it's like, if you're that guy that has jumped through <laughs> those hoops and done all of that shit up until that point, you just put a bullet in her head, figure out what to do with the body and move on with your day. Like you don't, you don't entertain the conversation. You're like, or you say, yeah, okay. Okay. Log into the email. Stop that here. Let me put it in writing for you. Ha ha. Just kidding. Bang, bang. Moving on. You know, like it's yeah. Like (laughs) I was, that was the least believable thing in the entire season to me. Of some wild shit. Like, that was the least believable thing. I was going to say, unless there's something that she does in the last two episodes where she finds the cracks in, like, what's broken um, that comes back to save him in some way, shape, or form, he should have just gotten rid of her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, I told I told Zach from the beginning, I really wish the, the fantasy where they got stopped by the police at the traffic stop and he fucking wasted her in the middle of the street. I was like, man, I really wish that actually happened. <laughs> like, I think it would have shown kind of like the opposite of, well, this went south and then just having to like fucking move on from it. Because I was like, her character doesn't do too much past that point. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, I'm excited to uh, talk to you once you wrap that up. Yeah, in it'll January. probably be tonight, to be honest. I was going to say in January when you're finally finished Xeno Gears, you know. Like. <laughs> I also, I watched uh, the new Beavis and Butthead. The I do want to watch that. That, that, <laughs> that. that might be my new lunch break show, you know. Yeah, the first two episodes of that dropped, and it's really good. Um, it's funny because they watch, like, TikTok videos instead of... music videos and stuff and they're like making fun of them and like there's like bts and shit and they're like watching bts videos that's (laughs) hilarious yeah because no one even makes music videos anymore yeah well they do but they're on like a youtube channel that nobody watches well i mean kids the kids watch youtube the children the youth the youths the youths (laughs) um all right. 
I think I think we've 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 done it, gentlemen. We've had a good we've had a good show. Um, two oh three in the books. Shannon, I'm sorry you're here, but I'm happy you're here. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, it, it it was the it's the bright spot in an otherwise dark time for me right now. So thank you guys for having me on the show. Yeah, Je- Justin's face does that, you know. He, he brings out the best in people. So stop. <laughs> Dude, Shannon I, also does look so pale from being inside. Normally, he looks very tan in the camera, but well, you know, being seen—it's a sheen of sweat that is uh, is, okay. is running over my face. I was gonna say, being sick as hell for ten straight days—that'll that'll do it. That'll get you good and clammy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The best is when you take a shower and you get out of the shower and you're already sweating because you're sick as hell. Yeah, that's that's the good stuff right there. You got to sit down on the toilet because like it takes too much energy to dry yourself off. <laughs> you're like, I just need a, I just need a breather real quick. Uh, Shannon's yeah. coated in that like Reddit moderator sweat all over his body. <laughs> Reddit moderator. Dude, like. Like uh, like everybody, I've ordered from like DoorDash, from like Walgreens to get like COVID mm-hmm. tests, and Target to get groceries, and Safeway to get groceries, and like every time they come to the door, I'm like in my respirator, like doing my best Darth Vader impersonation, like <laughs> the door. <laughs> just like okay, <laughs> but like God, yeah, you could have just said that earlier. Like I'll, I'll I'll leave him at the street, bro. Like I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, the, the dude, like the dude from Safeway, he was just like uh, walking up and he was just like, is it good if I leave it here? I was like, you're all the way out of the street. That's like a three day adventure for me. Yeah. <laughs> like Somebody's going to steal my shit by the time I get out there. You're like, can you get it within 10 feet of the house, please? Just 10 feet. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of stealing shit before we end the podcast, I told Zach about this until Shan did the fucking bike. Oh, yeah. Dude, so here. yeah, so Friday, Megan and I were we're at work, we're in the office, the window, we always kind of have the blinds open, and we're like sitting there working, and this like car, this black car out of nowhere pulls up in front of the house and stops, and we're both like looking out the window. This dude gets out, opens the trunk, grabs a bike out of the trunk, just fucking chucks it right into our front yard, <laughs> drives off. And we're looking at each other, and we're like, dude, what the fuck was that? And Megan's like, dude, did he throw a bike in our yard? And I'm, like, trying to look. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what that was all about. So I go out there with, like, my yard gloves on, and I'm, like, looking around. I don't see anyone. There's this bike randomly in our yard now. I'm like, did, did they steal this and just, like, ditch it? I don't know what the fuck. So I brought it inside because I'm like, I don't want this sitting out in my front yard. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then, like, five minutes later – this dude shows up and he's knocking on the door and he's like, man, like what my fucking bike back, man. Like, I and I was just like, dude, I'll give this guy his fucking bike. Like, I don't want it. Whatever this is, I don't want to be a part of it or held <laughs> responsible for it. So I bring the bike out and this dude, just the glassiest fucking <laughs> eyes, like marbles in his sockets. This man is on cloud nine and he's like talking to me and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck happened. This car just came through this bike in the yard. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm a fucking black probation officer, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, just trying. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's cool. Like, just take the bike. Just get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't care. I don't need your life story, man. Like, just take the bike. You're welcome. <laughs> Happy Friday. See ya. Like, please do not come back. Like, I don't want any part of 
whatever is happening here. I'm assuming that that guy was not his probation officer and that he probably <laughs> owed someone money and he was giving them a ride or something somewhere and then he was mad and threw his fucking bike out of the car and <laughs> dropped him off somewhere. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Well, can we talk real quick about why it's so hard to text message you, Justin? Because every time I try in our group chat to talk to you, it like my message always says undeliverable or cannot be delivered. I have to like message you personally. Dude, is that what happens when you block someone? No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't make sense like, since you, you and Zach like talk all the time and like here uh, I am. Dude, I was practically <laughs> begging you to play fucking Turbo Mini Golf with us. And Dude, you, I was dead to the world on you, front. I am so yeah, sorry. Yeah, you hit the snooze zone. <laughs> I did. I said I, I took and, a fucking ball and went to bed. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, to, drop, dirt. to drop behind the curtain a little bit, uh, we, we were all like, hey, Friday night game night, let's do this. And we are like, yeah, yeah. And then Shannon goes, I'm going to be on at nine. And I just go to Justin. No fucking way, Shannon's showing up at nine. No way. <laughs> like. But we're like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And then 9.30 rolls around, and I just text, you you awake, Shannon? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> Next time, though. Shannon's got nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have You're nothing like, to defend it. I, I died that night. I'm sorry. Uh, th- though I will say that has nothing to do with Justin's Android-based t- texting. Uh so I don't know what, what the story is there. Maybe maybe it's it's is your phone uh, hating on Android? Is that the problem? I don't know. It's always been that way. Any like you know, even, any Android phone for some reason, if it's in a group chat, like it is a nightmare to message them. Well, like, I, unless the green, we do WhatsApp, unless I go through WhatsApp. If I use WhatsApp, no problem. The green text bubble is just poverty. So you know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> how it is <laughs> i don't make the rules justin i'm sorry i don't you know i know it's i see weird. the green text bubble and i'm instantly like mm, mm, all right you're like is this really where we're at right now <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry justin i don't have change i'm sorry i don't have spare change. <laughs> yeah bro. i like, can't really you're like you have to wait in the unemployment line like everybody else all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh just a reminder there is no such thing as spare change no, I do not have extra money. Do you? Yes. Thank you. Um, that's, that's Zach's hard stance for the day. There is no such thing as spare change. Um, okay. We've now hated on Android phones. Uh, my stance about poverty and spare change. Uh, anything else we want to say to get ourselves in trouble? Or should Justin just get us the hell out of here? Yeah, Justin, let's pull a ripcord. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you know it's bad when Shannon's the one saying it. Deployed. Our numbers are dropping, buddy. Numbers are dropping. Bag secured. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? Thank you, guys, for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, why don't you... Uh, Head on over to the Discord. Let us know if uh, you watched Prey and what you think about it. While you're there, why don't you download some Devil Bones? Uh, See if you can uh, get yourself out of that contract with the devil. And then go on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know uh, how we're doing. So happy Shannon came back. And uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey guys, go be great.